Katie Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. There are now 8 million people infected with COVID-19 worldwide. That's according to the Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Dashboard. More than 3.8 million of them have recovered, though 437,000 others have died. In the Philippines, a total of 364 new cases have been reported, of which 249 are fresh cases, while 115 are late cases. This, as of the number of recoveries, surges to 6,552, with 301 new survivors. The death total meanwhile stands at 1,103. Malacanang Defense President Rodrigo Duterte's decision to place Cebu City under enhanced community quarantine anew. Presidential spokesperson Hari Roque says the decision was based on scientific data which saw a spike in COVID-19 cases in the city. 61 sa 80 mga barangays or 76 percent ay affected po ng mga active cases. Meron pong labing tatlong worst hit barangays. Ang kanyang uh, testing positivity rate po ay 33 to 36 percent. Ibig sabihin po, halos apat sa sampung tinetesting sa Cebu ay positibo. At ang, uh, ang uh, transmission rate po niya ay 1.3 samantalang sa national po 1.07 lamang ang transmission rate. Talisay in Cebu was placed under modified enhanced community quarantine. Metro Manila, along with over a dozen areas here in the Philippines, will remain under general community quarantine until June 30th. Interior Secretary Eduardo Añez says local government units are expected to be more aggressive in implementing localized lockdowns in Metro Manila to prevent further spread of the disease. Other provinces and cities that will continue to be placed under GCQ include Cagayan, Isabela, Nueva Vizcaya, Quirino, Santiago City, Bulacan, and Bataan. The rest of the country remains under modified general community quarantine until the end of the month. Metro Manila mayors back President Duterte's decision to keep the national capital region under a general community quarantine for another 15 days. Paranaque Mayor and Metro Manila Council Chairman Edwin Olivares says while the local leaders vowed to implement whatever the president's quarantine orders would be, they were also in consensus with the two-week GCQ extension as advised by the COVID-19 task force. Yan po kami ng authority ng ating BILC, pati po ng IACF, na despite naka-GCQ po tayo, pwede po tayo mag-lockdown on a specific area o specific barangay that would not affect the whole city. Kasi katulad po sa Paranaque, out of 16 barangay, yung aming 14 barangays ay halos wala na po kami mga cases. Wala na po kami mga critical area. At yung po, dalawang barangay po namin, namely baklaran sa judisyo, doon po kami nag-lockdown at, uh, two, uh, a week ago para makontain po natin po yung ating po virus. The Metro Manila Council is set to reassess the situation five days before the current quarantine measures are set to expire by the end of the month. Earlier today, Cebu City authorities sought looser quarantine measures to help its economy recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. President Duterte placed Cebu City under enhanced community quarantine Monday after it overtook Quezon City as the area with the highest number of infections in the country. But Cebu City Mayor Edgardo Labella says the spike in COVID-19 cases was due to three months of massive testing. Cebu City has tested some 25,000 people since March. 
ang confirmed cases natin as of June 13, 3,434. Now, yung out of the 3,434, uh, nakarecover 1,858. Kung titingnan natin sa percentage, ang nakarecover natin is 54.10%. I-compare natin sa national percentage of recovery, which is only 22.4%. Ang mortality rate, out of this number, 37 lang ang patay, uh, 1.08% lang as compared to the national mortality rate of 4.23%. Kasi kailangan talagang uh, we can go back to general quarantine because kawawa ang business natin dito. The fight against COVID-19 is not yet over. That's the message of President Rodrigo Duterte to the public as he met with members of the Interagency Task Force on Emerging Infectious Diseases in Malacanang on Monday. Duterte warned Filipinos against venturing out of their homes with the lingering threat of the disease. Hindi ko kayo mapigilan na lumabas. Hindi ko kayo mahuli lahat. Ang problema niyan, pati yung mga bata, kung samahin ninyo, or you allow your children to go out when the place is not yet ready for them to be outside at nagkasakit, huwag ninyo kaming sisihin. Do not forget that we warned you about the grave consequences. Duterte also urged the public to continue to wear face masks and observe physical distancing. The Philippine government's decisions on the next steps to take during the coronavirus crisis must be based on timely, accurate, and granular data. That's according to Special Advisor to COVID-19 Task Force, Dr. Tony Lechon, who says while they trust the information provided by the health department, there is still a need to verify data by consulting other experts and resources. Looking at the big picture, there are also other lives lost, uh, 1,000, more than 1,000 lives lost. There are many healthcare workers uh, who have perished. There are many people who are jobless, 17.5% unemployment rate. And all of these things can be solved if you could come up with timely, real-time, and credible, and trustworthy, and granular data. Lechon also urges Secretary Francisco Duque to reflect on his role as the head of the health department amid calls for his resignation. It's at the pleasure of the president. Um, but I would say I would also reflect that he, he should also work uh, at the pleasure of the people. I think he, he, he needs to step up. Uh, he, needs, he needs also to hear the voices of the people and perhaps reflect on um, some other plans or measure, given you, that you have a new epicenter. Now you have two epicenters, and um, we cannot fight too many battles considering we have finite resources and manpower. The Philippine government has begun releasing the second round of cash aid under the social amelioration program. The Interior and Local Government Department says over 4 million families have already been verified as qualified beneficiaries of the cash assistance. DILG Undersecretary Jonathan Malaya says the Social Welfare and Development Department is closely coordinating with local government units to map out the distribution process. The pilot payout of cash assistance in Benguet will begin tomorrow, June 17.
jeepney drivers are partnering up with local courier service Lalamove to deliver goods in different parts of Metro Manila. Pasang Masda National President Obet Martin says the drivers are earning up to 2,000 pesos a day. Obet even says this is better than plying the regular routes as the travel is easier on the driver. But life is not getting any easier for some as drivers are resorting to begging on the streets for money. He remains optimistic the LTFRB will soon allow modern and traditional jeepneys to operate. Ganong paman ay akin pong ipinakiusap sa kanila na bigyan din ang pagkakataon na kumita ang ating mga lumang jeep sapagkat una, tatlong buwan na kaming walang kinikita ang mga driver. Sa tatlong buwan na yan, hirap na hirap na, gaya na nabangit nyo, in Malintawak, where some of my members are really on the street begging for a namamalimo sa mga passerby, sa mga motorist upang mabuhay. Human Rights Watch joined several other groups in condemning the cyber libel conviction of Rappler CEO Maria Ressa. Human Rights Watch Philippines researcher Carlos Conde describes the Manila court's decision as a very serious blow to press freedom. It is indeed a very sad day for press freedom and democracy in this country. The larger impact of this ruling is that this sends a message to every journalist in the Philippines, particularly the poor ones in the communities in the provinces, that you, know, you better shut up or you're going to be next. If this can happen to Rappler, who is, you know, which is funded by a lot of really rich investors, um, you know, staffed and headed by some of the country's best journalists, this could happen to anybody. The guilty verdict handed down to Reza and former Rappler researcher writer Ray Santos Jr. stems from a complaint filed by businessman Wilfredo Keng in 2017 over a story Rappler published five years earlier about his alleged ties to the late former Chief Justice Renato Corona. Government investigators initially dismissed Keng's allegations, finding no cause for further action. But state prosecutors later revived the case because Rappler republished the article to correct a typo. For businessman Wilfred Okeng, he says the decision is a vindication. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.